Um, I began to realise, uh, perhaps I did know, but I began to realise more fully this year that God has a plan for my life. Yeah, but it doesn't depend on me, it depends on Him. And the thing I've learnt is sometimes I can make it more difficult for God to do His plan in me. Yeah, the little bit of help I think I should do doesn't always uh, work out the way that perhaps He wanted it to do. And um, we've been reading about Abraham in the Bible study on Wednesday, and I think there's a few examples there about when Abraham tried to do things his own way. Yeah. It didn't go to plan, yeah? But eventually God had his way and it came to plan. So shall we read a bit about Abraham? We'll start in Genesis 12. Genesis 12, verse 1. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, to a land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in all your families of the earth shall be blessed. Now we don't know about very much about Abraham, yeah? But God chose him. We don't know why. We don't know whether he was a righteous man or whatever, but God picked him, yeah? And God picks us, even though we're in sin. And he has a great plan for our lives as well, yeah? But the thing, thing about God is he doesn't always tell us when these things are going to take place, yeah? To him... A few years is just a few seconds, yeah? To us, it can be a long time, but when he first told Abraham this, he was 75 years old. Yeah, Isaac wasn't born until he was 100. Yeah, it's a long while to wait, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know about you, when you feel God wants you to do something, yeah, you want to do it immediately. You don't want to wait 25 years. But sometimes uh, we have to wait. God has to prepare us for these things, yeah? Um, then we, let's read on a bit more, because God keeps talking to Abraham. And keeps telling him, even though he's getting older and older. So we'll read in uh, Genesis 15. After these things, this is 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceeding great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but the one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars in your... If you are able to number them, and he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in it, and he believed in the Lord, and he accounted to him for righteousness. Yeah? If God's not delivering his plan, it's all, right. it's all right to check up with him and say, Lord, is it still on? Yeah, he doesn't mind you checking it up, yeah? But again, he didn't say it's going to happen next minute, did he? Yeah. But um, the good thing about it is uh, Abraham believed God. And it said in the uh, Amplified, then Abraham believed in the firm, trusted in, relied on, remained steadfast to the Lord. And he counted, credited it to him as righteousness, doing right in regard to God and the man. So when things are not happening that we believe should be happening, we've just got to trust God. And I think steadfast in our belief is a good thing to, to do, yeah? But it's not always easy, is it? It's not always easy to believe, because sometimes it doesn't look like it's going to happen, yeah? But the thing about it is, Abraham just seemed to be concerned with, I want a son and an heir, yeah? Yeah? God wasn't satisfied with that, was he? He was going to do much, much more, yeah? It tells you here, doesn't it, about 
you know, they shall not be able to number them, his, uh, his descendants, yeah? So God's plan for Abraham was not about just a son, yeah? It was about a saviour, wasn't it? Yeah? And it was our salvation. And God has, God's plans for us are better than we realise, yeah? We have small ambitions. God has got bigger ambitions, yeah? Let's read on a bit more. We'll go to Genesis 17. It's Genesis 17, verse 15. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her, and I will also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. King of peoples shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his descendants after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and multiply him exceedingly. He shall begat twelve princes, and I will make a great nation. My covenant, but my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at the set, set time next year. And he finished talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. So Abraham was still going on his, uh, his own way, wasn't he? Saying, look, I've, I've sorted out Ishmael. Here's my son. Can he be my heir? But God was quite clear that wasn't his plan, yeah? Yeah, and I, think, I always think God wants to do things in their life that are miraculous, yeah? So we can definitely see it's his hand, yeah? If it's by our hard work or anything, then it's, it's not miraculous, and God wants to do miraculous things through us, yeah? And, and this was a miracle, wasn't it? This was a miracle. It was just, uh, I, I know people lived a lot longer in those days, but it was still a miracle that Isaac was born, yeah? And it's just something that only God can do. But I, I, I don't know about you, I, I, I'm a bit like Abraham, yeah? I like to, to do things when uh, things are not go, going quickly as I, I feel they should be, and interfering in God's work, yeah? And I wonder what Abraham was thinking when Sarah said, well, why don't you have a child with Hagar? Yeah. Did he think, oh, I better do as my wife tells me. Yeah. Better do as what she says, yeah, perhaps. Or did he see it as a sign from the Lord that perhaps Sarah got something from God that said this is the way, yeah? But if we, if we think about what happened with Ishmael's uh, children, God bless them, but they've been a lot of trouble to Abraham's children, haven't they? <laughs> and... Uh, that's what sometimes happens with our input into it, yeah? It's best to leave it with God, yeah? And the good thing about God is he did bless Ishmael, didn't he? Even though he wasn't the way forward, he said, I will bless him. But the thing I, I noticed was he said Isaac will be, uh, Sarah's children will be, have kings, yeah? Ishmael will only have princes, yeah? So God's plan is going to be a kingly plan for us, not a, a second-rate one, yeah? Um, so I've, I felt this year, I've had a few examples where, you know, uh, God's intervened, yeah? Um, it's nothing to do with having an Isaac when I'm 99 or anything like that. You'll be pleased to hear, Karen. But um, uh, there's a few things this year when I've realised that uh, it's God's intervention, yeah? And uh, sometimes I felt I just needed to hold back, yeah? And a, a couple of the things are about Hannah, yeah? You know, I'm always filling in forms for Hannah, yeah? There's always forms to fill in. There's always something to do, and there's always that concern that unless you exaggerate a bit on the forms, you're not going to get what she deserves, yeah? But I, I know I don't 
I don't really want to do that because I want to be honest, yeah? Um, and um, in doing that, you have to sort of be honest and trust the Lord, yeah? If you're trying to do it by embellishing it, shall we say, it feels to me that you're not trusting God. Yeah, and, uh, but it's very difficult, isn't it? It's really difficult because you know that other people do it and you see people get away with it and you think, but I'm, I don't want, I want to rely on God blessing us and blessing Hannah, yeah? So there's been a few things where other people in the profession have told us, oh, it's going to be difficult to get that. You're not entitled to that, yeah? But uh, God's intervened and uh, when we went to try and, uh, we tried to get a blue badge for Hannah because she wasn't automatically entitled to it and it is a, uh, it is a very useful thing to have, and uh, we had to go for an assessment. And uh, it was pouring down with rain when we got there, and uh, obviously a new place that Hannah didn't know about. She wasn't very keen to get out of the car, so struggled a bit and uh, struggled to get in her buggy. Uh, didn't want to go into the place, so misbehaved a bit, and then got in there. And this very nice man talked to us, and Hannah threw a toy at him just just to show she was unhappy. But we look back and think, well, the young, that man did see how Hannah is getting out of the car, yeah. Now, it's not something she's always like that, but on that day when it was a thing, it was, yeah. And he told us he was looking at us, he must have had a camera or something, looking at us coming in. He didn't realise it was us coming from the assessment. But I think when he, when he saw what Hannah was, he didn't need to ask us any questions. He didn't need to fill any more forms. He just realised that Hannah needed the blue badge, yeah. And it's really handy for her and her carers that we can have that. And we look at that as a provision of God, yeah? Um, recently, we've had to update Hannah's care package. And, uh, you know, with all the uh, reductions in uh, the spending by the government, it's not a good time to be asking for money for the government, is it? And uh, everybody told us, oh, you're going to be very lucky to get the provision you've got at the moment. So, yeah. So we filled out the forms, being honest again, and... Uh, a lovely social worker came to see us and uh, Hannah was there waiting to see her and she was so pleased to see this lady she gave her a hug which is really unusual yeah but fortunately the lady saw the other side of Hannah that five minutes later Hannah wanted the lady to leave and was pushing her out the door and picking up a bag and her shoes and she got very upset about it yeah so the lady saw how Hannah can be lovely and other times when she gets uh, a bit anxious how she can behave, yeah? And the lady talked to us, and at the end of it, she told us the package they were gonna suggest, and, and must admit, we both sort of didn't say anything, but thank you very much, because it was such a good package, such a, a miraculous package, yeah, that we couldn't believe it. So I spoke to the director of the care people and said it went well, uh, people who care for Hannah, it went very well. They told us that we're gonna get this package, and he couldn't believe it. He said, this, uh, this lady must be new. So uh, we had to wait a few, and she, she rang up later and said, yeah, it's all gonna go ahead, I just need to get my manager's approval. So we had to wait a couple of weeks, and we're thinking, well, maybe her manager will come and tone it down a bit. But she rang me up and said, no, my manager's approved it, it's all okay, it doesn't have to go any further. And it was a miracle, because we couldn't believe it. And if we'd have asked for something, this would have been above and beyond what we'd have asked for, yeah? So again, it's God's provision there, not just for Hannah, for us and the respite that we need from Hannah, yeah? But I, don't, I think the, um, the director is still a bit amazed that we got it, yeah? Yeah? He doesn't know that God's hand was in it, yeah? Um, and then the final thing, we, we've been trying to do some building work on our house for a long time, and it's, 
it's though it's being frustrated, you know, it's though it's being frustrated and frustrated, yeah. We found a builder to do it and then he, he disappeared. We can't contact him and, you know, I don't know what's happened to him, but he's gone. We got another two builders involved and they both turned us down and said, you know, we're too busy. And we were thinking, maybe God is, doesn't want us to do this. So we prayed about it and say, Lord, we're going to do it one more time. We had somebody recommend a builder to us. And uh, he's, he's, he's done the building. He's doing the building work, yeah. And it's a better building plan than we had come up with, yeah. And a better set of builders than perhaps we'd have employed, yeah. And uh, it's, again, it's a miracle that God has made this provision, yeah. The other thing is a Jehovah's Witness. And he's uh, a, a lovely man. And it's very surprising when a builder, when he emails you, puts a nice word from the Bible in there to encourage you, yeah. When Tony's coming to do a bit of decorating, we have some encouragement from him. But I don't know about you, you don't get many people from the commercial world sending you emails saying, you know, here's a, read this verse from Isaiah. We had one from Isaiah the other day, and that was good, yeah? And uh, it hasn't, as with building work, hasn't all gone to plan. And sometimes I have to bite my lip. Sometimes I have to say, Lord, it, it was your plan, because this is not, not what we're doing, yeah? And I just have to accept that it's in your hands, yeah? And I might not be happy about what's happening, that the costs are going up more than we hoped, yeah? But, Lord, it's in your will. This is your will. And I don't know what the Lord's got to, to do it, but I'm just trusting in him that what, whatever happens, um, God's going to sort it out. Yeah. And that, that to me is, you know, we know all these things, but sometimes you have to go through something before it really stands out into your thing. Yeah. And uh, I just wish I'd learned this years ago when I was working, because when I was working, I used to try and do lots of things to sort problems out. Sometimes it didn't go well. Sometimes the boss wasn't happy. But I just wish sometimes I'd have stood back and let God intervene. Yeah? Um, when I finished preparing the word, my word this morning, I read the word for today. And uh, I think it's really good. I can read it out just in case you haven't read it. God still has a plan for you. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. The people of Israel ended up living as slaves in Babylon because they disobeyed God and decided to do their own thing. And they paid a high price for it. They lost their homes, their jobs, their freedom and their self-respect. Has that happened to you? Well, there's good news. God says, the plans I have for you are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. That means God still has a plan for your life. And if you seek him wholeheartedly, he will reveal it to you. You ask, how do you know God still has a plan for me? Because you're still breathing. He has a plan for every single person he ever created, and it never goes out of date. Unlike the milk in your supermarket that has an expiration date, after which it can't be used, God plans don't have expiration dates. Even if you've gone astray and missed his plan for years, that plan can swing into operation the moment you turn your life over to him and fall into line with his will. Now the plan may be somewhat modified from what it would have been 20 years ago if you'd have paid attention, but that doesn't stop God. He can adapt to fit anything that comes up in, a, in any life that's ever lived, including yours. Um, I'm not saying all the time you have to wait for God because sometimes you have to stand and sometimes you have to step out in faith, yeah? But there's one little, uh, I, I don't know where it's come from, but it's one little thing I try and remember 
in this thing is it says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference, yeah? Yeah. We've got to remember that God can change the things that we can't, yeah? So if you don't get on with your boss, yeah, God can change him, yeah? He can get rid of him, yeah? Yeah. Those are things we can't do. And in all your lives, there's things like that that you can't change, yeah? And I think... We just need to pray and ask God to give us the wisdom of the things that we should do and the things we shan't do, yeah? Um, I don't know about you, you sometimes get discouraged, don't you, when these things happen, yeah? And people discourage you, you know, like the uh, director of that, uh, uh, Hannah's sort of care package said, oh, you're not going to get any, anything, yeah? Yeah, be encouraged, yeah? God's bigger than your discouragement. He's bigger than anything that you can be putting forward to him, yeah? So... I just encourage you to give God space to work in your life. Yeah? And when he does, come and tell people about it to encourage them. Yeah? Because it's good to hear encouraging things, to know that everybody's going through the same thing as you are. Yeah? And it's good to know that you've got through. Yeah? If it's 25 years you've got to wait, then you do need some encouragement while you're waiting. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And if it's just a short time, then come and tell people.